This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. Good evening, everybody. I am Vince Russo, and this is a bucket full of chicken necks. And I say good evening because I am a bit off of my schedule. I am recording this on Tuesday night at about 7 o'clock p.m. here in Colorado. This is Don and Juan, bro. And this is a bucket full of chicken necks. How is everybody doing tonight, man? I am recording this show a day early. I usually usually record this show on Wednesday morning. And I like to sit to a um, set schedule, man. I am very, very, very regimented uh, in that way. I have a uh, schedule of shows that I do every day of the week. Um, This show is slated for tomorrow. However, the wife is out. I am here alone. I am waiting for a couple baseball games to come on from the West Coast. So I figured, you know what, man, since I got a couple of things on my mind, why not hop on here with you good people tonight? And have a little conversation with you. I hope everybody is doing really, really well um, as we roll into August. Man, my wife goes back to school next week. um, And uh, fall will be upon us. And then winter and then the holidays. And man, time just keeps shooting by. And that's why I do not take anything for granted anymore, bro. Um, I try to enjoy every single day, man, because we are not guaranteed tomorrow. And um, that's one of the things I want to talk to you about tonight. I got a couple of things on my list I want to talk to you about, but but that's one thing, bro. Listen, a um, I, a brand member DM'd me today, and I guess one of my former colleagues um is still talking about me um in a very negative and derogatory way um coming off of um the uh dark side of the ring uh documentary that aired a week ago um he's going to expose me yada 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 guys i want you to really understand something Because I want you to understand me. And I want to make it clear to you, absolutely clear to you, why I am not going to get into it with any of these people. I am not going to get into it with Jim Cornette. I am not going to get into it with Eric Bischoff. I am not going to get into it with Lance Storm. I am not going to get into it with any of these people. And I want you to understand why. Bro, a lot of these people, you know, 
Put, um, you know, Flair in that category. Put Hogan in that category. Put Bruce Pritchard in that category. Put Heyman in that category. Put a Michael PSA Hayes in that category. I like to call these people lifers um, because that's what they are. They are wrestling lifers. And basically, bro, you've got a lot of these individuals. Um that are now in their 50s, well in their 60s, no longer active in the wrestling business. However, bro, they are still playing characters. They are still playing the game. They are still playing wrestling. Um, You know, bro, I talk a lot, guys, about the wrestling bubble. And the tragic thing about this is that I think a lot of people have really lost their identity living within the wrestling bubble for so long. In other words, bro, they don't know who they are. They don't know where the wrestling character ends and the real person begins. Um, And I say that as a complete shoot. And I want to make one thing perfectly clear. I am not one of those people. I know who I am at 62 years old. I know that for me, professional wrestling was nothing but a job. It's a job. Bro, Russo's brand, me podcasting, it is a job. It is a means to how I support my wife and I. I stopped being a television character, bro, and a wrestling personality. The day I left the business, the day I left the business, it was over. The day I left, bro, I left TNA in 2012. At the beginning of the year, bro, we are going on 12 years. The day I walked away from TNA, that job was over. It was over, bro. I was no longer doing that job. And the next job that I took on, is what I'm doing right now, and that is broadcasting. But, bro, make no bones about it. I know who I am, and I am very comfortable in my skin. I am not a wrestling character. I am not a brash New Yorker who walks around carrying a baseball bat and cutting promos on people. That was an act. The tragic thing with a lot of these people, a lot of people I worked with, a lot of colleagues that I worked with is the act became reality. And now you've got individuals literally in their 60s still playing characters because they are so confused as to what's a wrestling character and what's in the wrestling bubble and who they really are, and what real life is. I am not one of those people, bro. I know who I am. I am a husband. I am a podcaster. I am a grandfather. 
I am a father. I am a son. I know who I am. I am not a wrestling character. So I want you guys to understand while you're sending me these DMs, bro, I'm not going down that road. I'm not going back in the bubble. You know, I got a, I got a compliment the other day um, that really, really, really meant a lot to me. And it came from somebody who knows me pretty well. And, uh, you know, the comment was, you know, Vince, the difference between you and them is you're genuine. You're who you are. You present yourself who you are. You're real. You say what you think. It's not a persona. It is you. It is not a character. It is you. You are not trying to create controversy and cause a stir and, uh, you know, get the spotlight put on you. So, you know, people are paying attention to you. That's not you. You are genuine and you are real and you are sincere. And that's what separates you from the pack. And that really meant a lot to me, bro, because that is absolutely true. I'm not a gimmick, bro. I was done with the wrestling business, bro, almost a dozen years ago. That's when it ended for me. I am not going in the wrestling bubble to play wrestling with you anymore. I am a grown man, bro. I am an adult. And that's why I told everybody, bro, last week I did the last Q&A for the brand and I was not talking about the topic again. And I will not talk about it again. I am done with it. So other people can drone on and on and on and on. Bro, at 62 years old, man, I am moving on with my life. Um, And I plan, guys, I plan changes at 65. I really do. And I plan changes at 65 that will probably eliminate wrestling from my life altogether. I got a plan, bro. I got a game plan. I can't do it now, bro. Financially, I can't do it now because there is an audience that still pays money to come to me to get my expertise and hear what I have to say about a business I was in for a very long time. And I understand that, bro. And that is how I get paid in 2023. But I understand all that, bro. I'm not in the ring anymore. I'm not cutting promos anymore. I'm not burying baby faces anymore. All those days are over. And I want you to understand that. This ain't a show, bro. You know, when, 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 when I get upset about something, I get upset. When, when I start getting a little excited about something or passionate about something, I'm really getting excited and passionate about something. I am not acting, bro. Trust me. I am not that great of an actor. 
when you watch me every day, and I know there are a lot of people out there that do, you see me. This is me with my wife. This is me with my kids. This is me when I am on the phone with my dad every day. I call my dad every single day, bro. And this is who you get. So, guys, I want you to please understand that. And quite frankly, I want you to respect that. I'm not going to play these games anymore, bro. I've outgrown these games. So I'm going to ask you, man, don't try to poke the bear and get me started and tell me that this one's saying that because, quite frankly, bro, that's in my rearview mirror. I don't care. You know, if if you want to believe what I say, great. If you don't want to believe what I say, bro, then you 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 are entitled to that option. The only thing I know, bro, and the only thing I've known my whole entire life is how to be real and how to be honest and how to be critical of myself and how to know when I was wrong and how to know when to apologize and how to know when enough is enough. Okay. So I just want to make that clear to you guys. You're not you're not going to get a show out of me. I'm not a phony. I'm not a bullshit artist, bro. You're not going to get a show from me. You're going to get me. That's who you are going to get. When you listen to these shows, bro, these are my views and these are my opinions. I'm not playing a character. My character died in the wrestling ring. I know who I am, bro. And the reason I know who I am is because when I was working in the bubble, I was aware of all of these things I'm telling you, bro. And I vowed, I vowed to myself to never become a part of that. I promised myself to never become a part of that. Because that wasn't me. And that's not what I wanted to become. So I was very aware of my surroundings. And I was very aware of who the people around me were. And I was never going to become a part of that world. So why do you think, bro, now that all these years later, I'm going to be a part of that world? Bro, these people can say whatever they want. I don't care. And the only reason I'm talking about this now is because you are my audience. You are my subscribers. And I want you to understand. So really, bro, you know, sending me DMs and emails and whatnots about so-and-so said this and -and so-and-so said that, bro, I don't care. I really don't care. Um, I care about you. I care about Russo's brand. I care about what I'm doing for a living. I take it very seriously, bro. Obviously, my family, my dad, 
Uh, these are things that are important to me, bro. And th this is where my time and my energy is going to go. I'm not, I'm not returning to the bubble. So I, I hope that you can, you know, please honor that and respect that, bro, and try to understand that. Another thing I wanted to talk about, man, I, I've touched upon this in a couple of uh, shows today, man. Bro, where did the families go in wrestling, man? Where where did the where did the college kids go? Um, where did the kids go? Where where did that entire audience go? I just I every time I'm watching Monday Night Raw or every time I'm watching a clip online, I don't see these people anymore, bro. I don't see the college kids, man. I don't see the teenagers. I don't see the younger kids with the families. I don't see mom and dad. Where where did they go? I don't I can't comprehend how you can run off an entire audience. And bro, if you don't believe me, look at every crowd shot. It just blows my mind, bro. You know, the WWE, bro, used to be Barnum and Bailey, bro. It used to be a circus. It used to be the big top. And there was something for everybody, bro. And it drew all kinds of people. Young, old, teenagers, males, females, bro. Doctors, lawyers, mechanics. All types of people. Look at today's audience, man. They are all the same. They are all cut from one mold. And I don't, I don't understand that, man. I know it's taken about a good decade, a solid decade of the WWE catering to this fan base. I remember when I started seeing it, bro, because I said it and I said it on this show. I never thought I'd see the day when the WWE was catering to an audience they already have. I made that statement well over a decade ago. And now that is the audience. And um, it just blows my mind, bro. It just, it, absolutely blows my mind how this genre has made such a drastic, drastic change uh, since I left it, man. And, um, you know, whatever, bro, listen, I don't deny they're, they're making a lot of money. I, I understand that, bro, and I get all that. But what would they be making if they had that same audience that they lost. I mean, that's, that's how I look at things. But, uh, but anyway, man, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that, man. I love to hear your thoughts on that. You guys know, you can uh, email me at official Vince Russo at uh, gmail.com. I also want to talk today, bro, about everybody knows I'm a big baseball fan story that is taking place, bro, with um, the Baltimore Orioles announcer, one of their commentators. 
And let me read this to you out of USA Today, today, uh, August 8, 2023. MLB announcers express outrage after reports of Orioles suspending TV voice Kevin Brown. The Baltimore Orioles have been one of baseball's best stories this season, going from a 100-team, 110-loss team two years ago to one with the best record in the American League. But acknowledging how far they've come in such a short time is apparently a forbidden subject for the team's broadcasters. According to multiple reports, the Orioles suspended play-by-play announcer Kevin Brown after he made a comment in a pregame segment on July 23rd about the club's poor history on the road against the Tampa Bay Rays. So, bro, Kevin Brown, an announcer for the Baltimore Orioles, is just laying down facts, factual information. Brown pointed out, and on and an on-screen graphic reflected that the O's were 0-15-1 in their last 16 series at Tropicana Field, and that they had won as many games there this season as they have in the previous three seasons. So, guys, in other words, they've played 16 three-game series at Tropicana Field. Over those 16 series, they went 0-15-1. This is what Kevin Brown was talking about, and he had a graphic to back it up. So what he's really talking about, bro, was how far the team had come. Because he said they had won as many games there this season as they have in the previous three seasons combined. Uh, then it goes on to say the suspension was for, first reported by the sports media site Awful Announcing. Yes, bro. Kevin Brown got suspended by the team owner for laying down factual information. Brown called that game a 5-3 Orioles win, but was not in the TV booth for the next series at Philadelphia. Brown moved to radio for the Philly series due to an issue with another announcer, according to The Athletic. When the Orioles returned home, however, Brown was completely off the air with no official explanation for the team. Britt Caroli, a senior MLB reporter for The Athletic, reported that Brown is expected to return to the booth for Friday's game against the Seattle Mariners. After reports of Brown's indefinite suspension began to surface on Monday, several broadcasters for other MLB teams came to his defense. Now, guys, you got to understand The guy is laying down factual information. He is laying down history. And he is being suspended indefinitely by the owner of the Baltimore Orioles. 
New York Yankees TV announcer Michael Kay on his afternoon radio show called the suspension un- unconscionable and said it makes the Orioles look so small and insignificant and minor league. If you guys don't know Michael Kay, he's he's a legend. He's been around forever, and his words carry a lot of, a lot of weight. Chicago White Sox TV voice Jason Benedetti during Monday's game against the Yankees noted that the White Sox won six of their 13 games against the Orioles this season and then added, which I hope don't get me suspended by the Orioles for saying that. New York Mets announcer Gary Cohn, another very well-respected uh, announcer, said the Orioles organization draped itself in utter humiliation by suspending one of the great young talents in broadcasting in this game. Other major league broadcasters, including the Phillies' Tom McCarthy, the Red Sox' Dave O'Brien, Sirius Radio, MLB Network, Chris Russo, also came to Brown's defense. A spokesperson for Orioles principal owner, John Angelosis, told The Athletic there was no suspension, but did not answer any of the questions on the record. The Orioles became a three-game home series against the Houston Astros on Tuesday. Oh, my God, bro. How, how far is this going to go? where everybody just has to be fed Mandy, Pamby, smiley face, happy, happy, bullshit propaganda, bro. I swear to God, man, we do we really live in a world and a society where the truth hurts to this degree? The truth hurts this much and cut so deeply that you are going to take a guy out of the booth for saying in our last 16 series on this field, we're 015 and one. Holy shit, bro. Is there any integrity anymore when it comes to anything? When when did we become so mamby effing pamby, bro? I swear, man, I have not lived in New York since I moved out of Long Island to go work for the WWE, probably about 95-ish. So what are we talking about, bro? We're talking about almost 30 years I've been out of New York. I, bro, I can't imagine... If for whatever reason I moved back to New York and New York is like this, I can't imagine that, bro. New York was so in your face, man, especially when it came to sports, bro. Oh, my God. You guys know exactly what I'm talking about, bro. Mike and the Mad Dog, when the New York teams were playing like shit, they let you know it. When New York managers and coaches were making bad decisions that were costing the team's games, they let you know it, bro. They used to go on the air head-to-head with New York coaches, bro. And it was real. 
and everybody respected everybody at the end of the day. Now we can't even give out negative statistics. What if, what if, what if, what if there's a ball player on the, um, on the Orioles, bro? Um, uh, take anybody, bro. Anybody. Gunnar Henderson. What if Gunnar Henderson had a shit year last year, bro? And Gunnar Henderson, Gunnar, Gunnar Henderson hit 210. Can this announcer not talk about that, bro? Because he's batting 280 this year. We can't talk about him batting 210 last year when he sucked. This is insane, bro. I never saw this. I never thought this type of bullshit will cross over into professional sports, bro. My God, bro, there are statistics. There are numbers. There are records. That's what professional sports is all about. I mean, my God, bro, what, what, what if this, what if this announcer, bro? What, what, what if, what if, what if a Brown, what if he's talking about the Orioles uh, from three years ago when they lost 110 games? Is Kevin Brown allowed to talk about that? That's very negative, bro. Back in 2010, this team's 2020, this 2021, actually, this team sucked. Can we not talk about that team? God, bro, you, 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 you want as an owner, as an owner of the team, you want your own announcers to be homers? And have no credibility whatsoever. You know what that sounds, bro? I swear to God, that sounds like Tony Khan and AEW and the fan base. That's what it sounds like, bro. You can never say anything negative, bro. You can never bring up any negative numbers, bro. It's all gotta be positive. It's all gotta be rah, 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 rah. Guess what, bro? That's not reality. That's not reality because nowhere in reality is everything 100% positive. Bro, you ever hear the old, you got to take the good with the bad? Especially in sports, bro, you're going to have up years and down years. Players are going to have up years and down years, bro. Holy shit. And for this dude to get suspended for this? Are you out of your bird? Bro, I don't think, I swear to God, man, listen. I watch a lot of giant games, man, and I love, I love Hunter Pence. But Hunter Pence, man, cannot say anything bad about the Giants. It's not in him. It's just not in him. Bro, they can get shut out 20 to nothing, and and Hunter Pence will not say, oh, my God, they were horrible today. It's just not in him. And, bro, I got to tell you, man, to me, that stands out like a sore thumb. Because, bro, you got to be able to call it like you see it, bro. They're going to play good games and they're going to play bad games, bro. You got to be able to call it like you see it. As fans of sports, we don't want homers, bro. I don't want homers. 
I want honesty, man. I want honesty. My God, bro. It, it's the numbers. The numbers are real. The numbers are what gives you the facts. And now we're going to be suspending commentators if they talk about numbers that didn't go the team's way. Bro, what are we doing, bro? Let me know what you guys think, man. Official Vince Russo at gmail.com. I'll see you guys next week. You never pull any power beans.